Rats rats eat eggs. Hello, everybody. This podcast is Lava. My name is James Font. With me is normal Sam Shoemaker. And and our special guest here in the pink hoodie, if you're watching the YouTube version, we our, have our first returning guest, too. He's, he's, really? he's come back a couple times. Yeah, I've been, been on three. This is my third. Yeah. yeah, he's been a couple times. We have Nick He's Frame. still our first returning guest, though. He, he's Because yeah. we haven't had anyone on twice yet, I don't think. I don't think so. So, yeah. I'm right, but I'm also didn't realize that there was more than just... I think we've had him on a couple... I thought it was just the one Myths and Legends episode. It was a myth, I don't remember. Myths, myths and Legends, and then we went off on a tangent on one of them. Didn't we do... It was like a, a long tangent, dude. We could solve this inquiry very quickly by looking on the internet, but we're not going to do that. So yep. so yep. somebody watch every episode of our podcast and then tell us which episode it was in in the comments. We'll and send you a free coaster. We will exactly. send you a free you, coaster. James? Yes. Two coasters and a sticker. If you're watching the YouTube version, we have, we have coasters now and a plethora... Of stickers. Look at all of those. those hurt so bad. So we have we have lots of stickers and coasters to send your make, way. Um, messages on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at this podcast is love at gmail.com if you would like a sticker. Um, Honestly, if you just want to provide topics or just want to talk, yeah, you can just there as well. Yeah, uh, so. We also accept cash and uh, <laughs> PayPal donations and coffee. I have we, we accept coffee. Yeah. Um, Whatever also, you send, the, the, they will receive at least like. 20%. The businesses that 80, want to partner 80, with us. 80% um, finder's fee, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was, so that's our, that's our plug. Get a sticker today. Uh, we'll send it to you. Um, but today's episode is another Myths and Legends episode because oh, yeah. Sam, we're just like, hey, Sam, you want to do all the work? And then I just get, sit here and try to make funny jokes that nobody laughs at. Pretty much. Yeah. Not the so, jokes part, but the me do all the work <laughs> part. I mean, you're funny, but I do all the work. <laughs> So, uh, this is so savage. Today's today's uh, main, <laughs> the state of Maine myths and legends. I was gonna say you're like today's main topic is Maine. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dad jokes. Sam is your wife pregnant? Because <laughs> <laughs> right. that was a dad joke. Yeah. Welcome to Maine on your now, guided tour. Now of Maine, M A I N E. What does that mean, Sam? It doesn't have a fun name. Dang it. It's not like the last couple of ones. In fact, all the ones we did had... What was Pennsylvania again? Pennsylvania was... Uh, was last week. Like Penn's Land. Or oh, it, Penn's was, Land. it had to do with uh, the, the guy. His name was his last name was Penn. Oh, yeah. And it was like Penn's Land or Penn's, Penn's, Land. Penn's Forest or something like that. Um, but no, Maine is likely referring to... It's like a, a nautical term referring to mainland. And so because their Maine Boring. is... I know because Maine is built up of a complex of various islands. They referred to Maine as the mainland because, or Maine, you know, we're going to Maine because it's the mainland. We should do Delaware and it's just people wearing deli meat. I don't think they, that's what it's. It's deli wear. <laughs> hey, James, is your wife pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> we're, having, well, we're having quadruplets. Ah, perfect. If you're not familiar with Maine, it's actually a pretty, uh, like, heavily wooded not mountainous but you know it's it's hilly it's got hills it's got hills it's got trees so it's like eastern ohio and it's got lots of uh lots of islands and so as you might expect there's bigfoot sightings sasquatch uh chupacabra there's haunted houses ghost ships in the harbors and of Ooh. course there's giant sea serpents that's what sea and, serpents yeah make. exactly <laughs> And uh, cryptides of all sorts, but then when you look at cryptides online, generally Wait, it's like what's, a, a, what's that? Yeah, I don't even know what a cryptide is. A cryptide is it's a tide that unlocks the crypt. It's generally from like it's generally like a combination of things. So there's like the Mothman of Ohio. 
Oh, oh, cryptid. Oh, yeah, a cryptid. Not cryptide. Cryptide. Cryptid. A cryptide. I was thinking something with. The, it's a riptide, but it's a cryptide. Nah, nah dude. It's, it's like when the bloods are fighting and then the crypts come in. And <laughs> it's a cryptide. Everybody run. <laughs> We're going to die for that uh, one. No, <laughs> a cryptid. Okay. Yeah, so a cryptid. Okay. Um, it's generally, for those that don't know, it's generally a combination of like an animal and a man or something like that. Like Mothman was a part man, part moth what is creature. It, what is it? It's not a cryptid. It's something else. When when you th- when you when a whole congregation of people think of something or or they believe it to be true and then it actually becomes true. What's that called? California <laughs> group think. Uh, group. No, it, it's the, like there's a, the creature that comes from it is called something. It the last podcast covered it. But anyways, so crypt, there's I lots do, of I cryptid stories. You're talking about because the Mothman down in I believe it's Southern Ohio, right? Yes. Like yeah. Yeah. We visited the town the night they were celebrating or having a party or whatever. It was nice. All the townspeople just were just so enamored with it. Europe. There's there's actually multiple. You mothmen. don't want me to cuss on this podcast. There's <laughs> there is multiple mothmen. There's there's some in West Virginia. There's you know most cryptids. Um, Do we know of a large bat like? Bat that's brown that flies <laughs> at night in here in Ohio because I've seen two of them. A large bat like bat, freaking massive. We How are big? Ta- we are talking like You're the so size off. of a hawk or bigger. That's probably just a bird, like a like a legit All hawk. Right. Let's let's go back to cryptids because I got to figure out where to cut this. So I'm not talking about so much of that because a lot of it when I would just like go one click into it in terms of research. It would just be like, here's a picture of an animal that they found alongside the road that's half rotted, and they think it looks a little funny. So they're like, what if this was, you know... <laughs> and, it's, and it's on a website that's like black background. Green text. <laughs> green text. <laughs> just showed, have you ever heard of the monster of Green Creek Lake? <laughs> green Creek Lake next to Big Rock Stone. <laughs> Big Rock Little Stone. <laughs> well, you know, that's how it goes. At River Creek. So... Instead, we're going to start off with the legend of Colonel Bucks. Colonel Bucks. Tomb. 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 Bucks Tomb. Bucks Tomb. Um, so. Like Colonel Bucks. Tomb. 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 Or Bucks Tomb. Bucks. Buck apostrophe <laughs> what are S we doing? Tomb. What are we doing? So, okay, the founder. <laughs> that's content. I'm just, I'm at, it's a legitimate question. James, it is a legitimate question. <laughs> Funny. Is, is, is it Bucks Tomb or is it Bucks Tomb? You already specified. I know. It's Tomba. A, it's, it's Buck. Tomba. Yes, Tomba. So Bucks Tomba. <laughs> All right. So as you would probably guess, there's a town called Bucksport. And <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> and because. I grew up in a town called Evansport. And there's no port. Or a guy named Evan. <laughs> Chris Evans, Evansport. Yeah, that makes sense. An Australian came up to Ohio. <laughs> Chris or, Evans is American. I mean, you also have Hicksville. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth. <laughs> uh, the other Chris. No, that's uh, Chris Pratt. No, oh, he's American. I, I love. He is, is he Canadian? Definitively American. He's a red blood. He's American. absolutely American. I was just trying yeah. to confuse you with the three Chris's. There's more Chris's. It's like Christopher Ryan, Robin. It's like Ryan Re- <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Gosling and Ryan, there's another Ryan. I Ryan can't. Reynolds is Canadian. I know. Anyways. Yeah. So, so, God. so, you know, 
it just it stands to reason that in the 1800s 1700s whenever this was um i don't have a date for this that's dumb um so it stands to it stands to reason that back in the day when you happened upon a piece of land you'd just be like what if i named this after myself and added the word port to the yes, end because that's where you make all your port right and so you know there's the guy there's a guy, Colonel Jonathan Buck, and he's got Bucksport, the town. Um, and this is all, this the, the timeline, the circa, if you will, this is all happening pre-Revolutionary War, mid-1700s. You yeah. know, in that, okay. in that, you know, uncolonized world, as you will. The, um, free, the true free world. The true free, the true free as world. As Alex Jones would say. Exactly. Supposedly, or as the story goes, he falls in love with a woman, and she becomes pregnant. Or pregante, if you ask Yahoo Answers. Now, this would be scandalous in in those days. Oh yes. And so he, he yes, becoming pregnant of unknown circumstances when you come outside of the outside of marital nah, nah, circumstances. Nah, man, it was it was it was God. It was the wife. Like. That's right. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, essentially, terrible. But he he pushes her away. You know, he he tries to like get her to leave. And so what and I did with my first she six keeps baby coming months. back. The, she, the advantage is child support wasn't a thing back then. Wow. I mean, <laughs> he's just trying to spread his gene pool, man, with as little consequences as possible. I have nothing. Yeah, it to makes say. it makes sense to you. You're just like you know, it just makes sense. Unless it's a girl. I didn't they, say it was morally right. Unless it's a girl, then they don't want him. <laughs> well, so as the legend goes, right. She uh, she's rejected by him. She keeps coming back, trying to get him to support at least the son. She does not to help her, but just take care of the son. Make sure he has a good life. Um, and in true gentlemanly fashion, he denounces her as a witch and has her burned at the stake. Like legit. Oh my god. Like legit. Anyone? What about I, the kid? I think the kid does not burn at the stake. Okay. I think at this time, like anyone who could swim was considered a witch because everyone was so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> hey, wait, wait a second. She's treading water. You Is just, that a Navy SEAL or a witch? You just, a witch, I say. You just made a stew. She's a witch. <laughs> Wait a second. Is that a woman making like an alcoholic beverage? You know, like a, making a still? Is that a She's wo- a witch. Is that a woman wearing pantaloons instead of a dress? She's a witch. She's a witch. So she was burned at the stake, if the legend is true. Um, and supposedly, you know, this is, this is a, uh, a, a injustice. This is an injustice to her and the child. Supposedly, as she's burning to death, um, her leg falls out of the fire, and her son, who is standing oh, there watching, gosh. grabs it and runs off and and buries it on his own. Like that's his, oh, that's his way of memorializing. How her. old was his, the kid? They don't say. Just okay. it, the child. Old enough to know and old yeah. enough to know that burning at the stake is very old. painful. Because like I. Okay, how long would it take to actually burn? Like you would suffocate before you actually burn. You, t- you typically you suffocate, or your, or your lungs will actually become so seared that you you suffocate from Sweet. the hot air. The hot air actually like burns your lungs. Sweet. Yeah. Brutal. It's brutal, it's but intensely yeah. brutal. There's there's better, and there are worse ways to die, unfortunately. Yep. Um, and we as a human species are very good at finding the worst ways to inflict pain to but others. But we also are good at finding the most precise ways to kill you. <laughs> Yes. It's like, how can we kill you without zero pain and just, you're dead? Basically. So but also the most agonizing. So now then the colonel eventually does die. I think somewhere um, maybe around like the turn of the 
the century, the turn of okay. the 1700s into the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, supposedly, and this, this is backed up by photographs. Oh, boy. There's a leg-shaped stain on his tombstone. Whoa. And the family has scrubbed and polished, tried to remove it. Uh, supposedly, they have also replaced the stone. I only found that on one website, so take that with a grain of salt. But supposedly, they have replaced the stone, and the the leg has reappeared. Why didn't we just go look at it? Uh, I don't want to go to Maine or Why? Massachusetts or wherever Why? the heck he's buried. Why? Um, but it's still there to this day. We should just go. The leg is the leg is. On we the should travel stone. for this stuff and just actually do research. <laughs> uh, I did all the research. No, no, no. Good. I mean, like, actually go. Yeah. <laughs> Take a weekend and go. Day of driving. Yeah, it's day, 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 day back. We'll sleep in the car. I don't care. <laughs> now, the, for, I'm not joking. <laughs> you. We well, can stop and shower. We, can, at we truck should stop. We should. <laughs> I mean, we'll definitely get hepatitis B, but that's okay. I already have that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just get your shot. So, so for the next, <laughs> to... for the next myth or legend, the the main so real quick. What's <clears throat> the name of that legend? Should it be Legstone <laughs> McBuckport? Legstone <laughs> Buckport Colonel dead, burned by fire, witch leg curse, <laughs> curse of the Black Pearl. <laughs> 2003. <laughs> That's what I should name the podcast. Two, no, 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 no. This Two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> that was 2003. I know, I feel old. <laughs> I am so old. If you look at the CGI back then, I'm, I'm so impressed. Rock solid. It, was, it looks real to this day. <sighs> oh, my God. So, I haven't seen it. So Maine is the state of lighthouses. It's referred I to as the lighthouse state. It has the most number of lighthouses <laughs> In the United States. The most number. The most number. I just, I just, it's like, yeah, we got more lighthouses. Yeah, basically. They have a lot of islands, and hey, so it's basically like every hey, island has a lighthouse. Ships can see us better Ain't than it can see you. Cornfield. And we're like, we're in Ohio. We don't have ships. Lake Erie's got a uh, Well, I don't understand why, why I had a paper straw at Starbucks. Saving the turtles. Oh, the massive turtle population in Ohio. Exactly. There's a massive turtle. Population. But they're all uh, box turtles and paint turtles and we, snappy we turtles. Natural selection at its finest. Turtles dumb enough to swallow a straw, it dies. Next one's not. No, that it one survives. It actually happens. Um, it's actually a large epidemic uh, of turtle crack, and they 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 get they Why suck. Can't they just use twenty twenty dollar bills like suck, the rest of us? They suck the crack in so hard For through once, their nose. I'm not the one off on tangents every five seconds. It's the two of you over well, there. Yeah, we're talking I'm about sorry. turtle crack. I, I feel sorry. so good right now. You should. All right, all right, we can continue. So Maine is known as the lighthouse state <laughs> of the United States of America. Okay. And uh, so one of those, and granted, there are several, but this is one I handpicked. This is the Wood Island Lighthouse. And is it made out of wood? <laughs> yes, the whole island is made out of wood. <laughs> now, um, uh, Olivia's pregnant. <laughs> is she really? Okay. So, the uh, the legend goes that you know, with every lighthouse, you have to have a single, generally single, but sometimes double keeper of the lighthouse, okay. and then you also have, you know, a dock, so you have fishermen coming in and out. Howard Hobbs is the tenant of this okay. lighthouse. Okay. And do you the, pay to be in the lighthouse or do they pay you? Um, well, this I think is a, this is like a, attached to the lighthouse because he's renting 
from the, a landlord who owns the property. Okay. Um, he's a fisherman. And this is in 1896. The landlord is, you know, trying to get money from him, essentially. Um, and it's overdue rent, you know, as, yeah, yeah. as it goes. And he's heavily drinking and uh, he's, you know, a little bit crazy. And wouldn't you know it, he's, he's heavily drunk. The landlord comes by for some overdue rent. And he takes a shotgun and shoots the landlord in the chest and then shoots himself. Interesting. Does the landlord die? Both of them do. Okay. Um, it's 1890. You said the date. This like is 1896. Yeah. If you basically get... just cut your finger and it's like, I got malaria. Before I die, might as well start digging my own grave. Then we just got to be mean. So <laughs> as so as legend goes, not long after, future keepers of that lighthouse uh, actually reported hearing like groans and screams in the night. They would see shadows in the edges of the room. That just sounds like a, a New York apartment. Basically. <laughs> or it sounds like a lighthouse at night. I was going to say, you know, a light in, creating shadows. Yeah. Or, you know, weird, creepy old house on the coast all by yourself. Yeah. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> it is the plot of the lighthouse movie. The Kraken. So. What? The Kraken. What? Um, so eventually in 1972, the, the light was actually removed from that lighthouse, basically, you know, removing the need for any kind of light keeper or anything like that, but people still visited there and claimed to hear and see hauntings. Um, and so to this day, it's rumored to be haunted still. Now it's actually been replaced with a, uh, self activating light essentially so like a timed light no need for a keeper no need for upkeep so yeah you can, visit, you can visit it apparently all the lighthouses in maine are technically on public property um or like open to the public and so you can actually go to them sometimes you have to cross private property to get to them but yeah they're open to the public <laughs> it's very cool never like visited to one, go though. into yeah pretty neat. going to and visit yeah if schedule an appointment i don't think so okay, cool. sometimes sometimes, sometimes the keepers will be out and they'll give you a tour sometimes they won't be because there are still keepers for lighthouses that oh, are operational. That's pretty neat. All right. So this branches a little bit away from legend, and uh, this goes does, into truth. Does this, does this one have a, store, a name? Yes. We now take you to the North Pond Hermit. The North Pond Hermit. This Hermits is, always have good stories. This is a this is a 100% true story. They either killed their family or they have a bunch of money. This guy did neither of those things. Oh. So the year is 1986. 1986. The year that probably a lot of cool things happened that I didn't research and don't have a list of cool things. 1986. Game Boy, right? Atari. G.I. Joe is one of the leading toy lines in America. I think he made that up, but yeah. No, that's true. No. Okay. Yeah, in yeah. 1986, G.I. Joe, uh, this is why Star Wars stopped making toys, because G.I. Joe was top toy maker, basically. Wow. But, cool. Yeah. Hasbro. Cool. What? No, I, I love G.I. Joe's G.I. were mint. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about the G.I. Joe versus the Cobras. Great be toy sure line. To, be sure to go check out Sam's Instagram, uh, Rust Bucket Collect Rust Bucket. Rust Shitty Instagram. I seriously have been thorough, thoroughly enjoying your photos that you've been posting. Seriously. Sweet. Rust Belt Collector. This is when G.I. Joe is just the best. Killing it, and we could do. We might even do an episode on like on just G.I. Joe. Why G.I. Joe was like the the highlight of our childhood, but 
they they did make some some good toys. Also in 1986, a man named Christopher Knight was 19 years old. He walks into the woods of Maine and is not seen again until 2013. He had to go pee. He told his friends and him we're going to go drinking. And he's like, guys, I got to go pee real quick. Yeah. I'll be back. Right woods. back. Never yeah, seen. I got a pack of cigarettes. I'll be he- back. <laughs> My dad went to the corner store. <laughs> My dad went to the woods to find Never cigarettes. <laughs> All right. So, I have a story about that, but anyway. No, my um, dad doesn't smoke. So this is the interesting part, right? He goes missing, and uh, for a while, like, there's nothing really suspicious about that. He, I mean, okay, there's something specific. <laughs> there's definitely something suspicious in the fact that he went missing, but there's nobody, nothing. Nobody would find out of the ordinary. Right, like a lot of hikers go missing. 1986, everybody's just, you know, leaving. It's before the internet. Stranger things. There's two things that could happen. A lot of hikers- He went into the upside down. He was in the upside down. (laughs) Uh, He's the Demogorgon? Well, like you could go hitchhiking back then. So if you disappeared from a small town, it could just be assumed you went across the country. Or in, you know, like the hills and the the forests, a lot of hikers can go missing and get lost and never be found. So- Wolves. What Bears. got interesting is when the people of Rome, Maine, started noticing uh, small robberies and break-ins. Um, Romaine. Romaine lettuce, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Ramen. Yeah. Hey, uh, so uh, when are you due? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that <laughs> no. just too good not to I appreciate it. Romaine. I appreciate the dad Romaine. jokes today. This is a good episode of dad jokes. Um, but... People would notice like their garages would be broken into and like rakes and shovels would be missing. They noticed that their homes would be broken into and like Budweiser would be missing from the fridge or, you know. The man who cares about the important things. Exactly. Nothing nothing major was stolen in the sense of like a car or yeah. things, but just small things. So yeah. some people were concerned because they saw the trend happening and they would leave out notes for the robber and they'd say, Just just give us a grocery list. We don't don't steal from us, just give us a grocery list. We'll put stuff together for you. That is, it's nice. a 1986. No, dude. Uh, people were nice. Like, people what? were wholesome. That's so wholesome. If you're breaking now, into my house, just just give me a list of what you well, want. I'll, now, just, I'll put it in a box for you. Whatever. Nowadays, it's like, and I by nowadays I mean I would do this. It's like, okay, I'll just sit up with my with my night vision goggles that I got military <laughs> surplus and my AR-15 that I built myself. And we are going to finally put that Second Amendment to use. There we go. Well, and so there, there were <laughs> people that were very scared of this, yeah, you know, because yeah, they're yeah, nervous. Of course. Of course. Um, yeah. And the police weren't really able to do anything. There was one report of a guy actually coming face to face with him in <laughs> like during a break in and chasing him down the block. You know, get out of my house, you dirty. Get out of my get house. Get out of my house, you dirty burglar. You dirty lettuce burglar. <laughs> Stop stealing my romaine, man. Uh, so then rumors started that there was a hermit living in the area somewhere in the woods and he would be apparently stealing from these homes to survive um and this went on for 27 years not the not necessarily the break-ins but there were issues like there was a local camp uh like a summer camp and the camp had break-ins the camp would lose it things. The campers were losing things. Um, Could you imagine how annoyed you'd be, like bringing cool stuff to camp to show yeah. and hang out with your friends and be like, oh, my Game Boy's gone. My G.I. Joe's gone. 
your cooler's gone, your sleeping bag's gone, your tent's gone, <laughs> your whole tent, everything in it is just gone. You're sleeping. The kid goes through so much work to keister a six-pack of Bud Light, <laughs> and it gets stolen by the Rome hermit. <laughs> uh, so, um, eventually- That one just rang so true. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> so, eventually, uh, a game warden gets wise to this whole thing. And really, his plan is genius. He knows- roughly when these uh, robberies or burglaries are happening, and he sets up a trail camera with a motion sensor that will ring in his office. This is I two, keep this I, is 1980s. Well, no, this is 2013. Because oh, this guy did right, it for right, 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 this guy right. did it for 27 years from 1986 you said that, to 2013. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy from age 19 until 2013, I don't know, I forget what his age Ends up being, if you add 27 years to that, so it'd be 36? Yeah. Something like that? It's impressive. He lived in the woods as a hermit. Older, so, older than that. But, same, but, yeah. but th- we're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead a little 46. bit. 46. 46? So the trail camera works. He gets a notification <laughs> or like a, an alert in his game warden office. He runs out, boom, hits the flashlight. There's this guy with a backpack full of stolen food, approximately $280 worth of stolen food. He's stealing like freaking gold bars. Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like the Hershey's gold bar. <laughs> no, I'm like that's like some smoked gouda and some like portobellos. The, the and golden Willy Wonka ticket. <laughs> like just good lord. So, or he just had a bunch of McDonald's sandwiches, right? Just a bunch of Big that's Macs. That's like a 55 gallon drum. That's a lot of that dude. This guy's imagine a 50 from... cheat. That's 260 cheeseburgers. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So this guy was, as, as, after he's captured, the story unfolds that this guy has lived in the woods for 27 years. Um, he admits to 40 burglar, burglaries, and the, uh, the warden thinks that it's more like 1,000. Because, I mean, you know, he's robbing people's homes, he's robbing the campers, it's, it's intense. And he's lived for 27 years alone. Um, let me see here. So, yeah, the story unfolds of how he's lived through 27 main winters, very brutal winters, and he's done this by uh, stolen he, stolen he sleeping bags. He doesn't even know what. Not even know what Snapchat is. Probably for the best. Probably. I mean, he yeah. he liked it that way yeah. for for yeah. whatever reason. Um, a lot of people wonder why he did it, and he's never really actually come clean about why he's doing it. Was he still able to speak and talk? Yeah, absolutely. He actually he spent most of his time reading. So in the winter, he never left his tent. He Would, would he stock up completely for winter? And he'd then... stock up for winter in his tent. He, would just, he said he would spend the time reading and meditating during the winter. Getting, getting rid of your intense. waist would be really cold. But presumably he had a method for that. Um, I didn't actually find anything about he had like two tents put together, and one was just the. Like, can you even throw tent? someone in jail for that? Did they actually, did? they actually didn't. They, okay. they technically not for living off the grid, but no, for stealing for the, yeah, 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 the robberies. Yes, of course, and of course. so he was sentenced to like some rehabilitation, community service kind of things to help him reintegrate to society. Yeah, um, he never served like prison time or anything wacky like that. Interesting. Okay, um, which I think is a good. I think that's a fair a fair uh, conviction by the judge to, to, to not put him in prison, like to actually give him some help. I mean, I thought about living off the grid. I'm not sure about dropping everything. 
Yeah, he went he went all out. <laughs> um, and this, like I'm telling you what, though, that's a skill that not a lot of people have. He lived. Oh, I'd be dead. I, well, I want to say I, would, I was going to say he lived off dead. the land for 27 years, but really he lived off of other people's yeah. food for 27 years. So it's <laughs> it's not the same thing as living off the grid. Was the he sense. overweight? No, he was very fit from what I saw. He just did a lot of CrossFit and uh, right. He 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 lived a very keto lift diet. This, lift this bridge. So, for 27 <laughs> years, the only human interaction was one story of him crossing paths with a hiker, and all that was exchanged was kind of like a passing, like, hello, hey, how's it going, kind of thing. That was it. It was the only time he had human interaction in 27 years. Now, it gets interesting because he was so meticulous to cover his tracks. The reason why he never went out in the winter was because you're easily tracked in the snow. That's why he didn't go out. When he walked during the summer months or you know, any time when he was out of his tent, he actually had specific roots and branches that he would walk on so as to leave no trace of footprints or anything. He would have, uh, he had a yellow shovel. He carried that in a black bag. He had uh, silver trash cans, like aluminum trash cans for various things. All of them were covered and buried and you know wrapped in leaves to hide any reflection, any Anything that someone could be passing in the woods and be like, oh, look, a tent and a man inside reading a book, meditating while pooping into a barrel. <laughs> that is so crazy. So weird. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty lit, actually. That's kind of, it's not so much a myth or a legend, but it's a true. Weird. True, weird. It's a true story from Maine. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like the Florida man moved to Maine and did a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Florida man goes to Maine and kills 37 alligators. Why were there alligators in Maine? He brought them with him. You know, I always used to think when we uh, you, you, we would pass by like the St. Joe River or stuff, we, we would cross bridges all the time when I was a kid. I still do to this day, every day. But we would cross bridges and stuff and be like, it's totally alligators in there. Oh, Northwest, yeah. Northwest Ohio. Sharks, man. The interesting thing is with all of this, like for 27 years of solitude, he wasn't really happy with it. He told the game warden that he was happy he'd been found, and he said that there were many times that he contemplated suicide for being so isolated. But it's kind of like he was so far into it, so far committed, that there was no option to, in his mind It's to like when you do a diet for a week, you're like on Wednesday, <laughs> and you're like, how does this kill myself? And then be done with this. I don't think it's anything like that, but you're like, sure. Ah, I'm going to cut, <sighs> cut sugar out of my diet. By Tuesday, you're just like, well... A gun death is much more preferable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get that. I mean, it's it's there are it's, it's very really, very few people that can actually live with in, no human interaction. Yeah, at all. you're not well, meant to. You're you're a social yeah. creature. But then there's people are. who are millionaires and live in lush homes and see people every day, and they also want to kill themselves. Yeah. So what's so the it, what's I think it's a heart issue. Everyone really, what it is is all the rich people need to give me their money so I yeah. can try mm, it. That's too. a good point. So if if you are ever <laughs> having suicidal thoughts, uh, take take a proper take a chill pill. Take proper precautions and talk to people. Yeah, absolutely. I think human interaction is well, positive human inter- interaction is a very very important thing. Um, as you know, I like to do. A, I like to mix in a little bit of uh, you know treasure. And if you're familiar with the East Coast, it was riddled with pirates back in the day. So. This this is the story of two pirates that were partners, uh, Black Sam Balami, that's his name. Black Sam. Black Sam Balami. 
Sounds like a like like a, like a weird sandwich at a like shop. A weird sandwich, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also his partner, Palsgrave Williams. That is a dope name. Why are Palsgrave Williams? Palsgrave. Paul's, oh, Grave. Paul's Grave Williams. Paul's Grave Williams. That's a, that's one word. He was born on Paul's Grave. Or or if you want it in this terms, Black Sam Balami and Paul's Grave Williams. They be two pirates on the which East Coast. Le- which leads me to the topic of names. Paul's Grave is a really cool name. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but like so people what, just name themselves after anything. <laughs> so what did they do? I say? was talking to a guy named Furlonger. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not being that serious. Do you guy. want your fur longer? Hi, you mean? No, I do, like, I do want to be fur longer. Back in the day, you'd have guys be like, lo- hey. longer fur is better. Hey, matey, that boy over there, so he'd be Johnson. He'd be Johnson over there. Older. We're going to name him Johnson's Johnson. <laughs> Crap. Anyway, go ahead. And uh, so we'd be there on the East Coast with these two pirates, these, mm-hmm. these raggedy pirates in the Machias River. And uh, river pirates are the best. Right, right. Well, they were they were ocean seafaring. They were seafaring laddies who who did many a high sea crime. They took over ships and they they stole from the but rich and they did their- not give to the poor. They kept it all for themselves. They kept all the booty to themselves. <laughs> Every man needs to keep all his booty. Uh, so it's interesting because not many pirates got the opportunity to retire. Most of them would. <laughs> Die, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, so Edward Tatch, Blackbeard. Some of them did not invest into their pirates 401k. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so they, they not, had to go work. They out. were not able to retire successfully. <laughs> it had to be a Walmart greeter. They weren't doing the uh, right, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> they weren't doing the Dave Ramsey method of pirating. Um, Arg, welcome but, to Walmart. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have your thousand gold coin emergency fund? Yar. <laughs> <laughs> Are you investing in growth stock mutual funds? Are you investing in free tax investments? <laughs> Do you have term life insurance? Go to Xander. <laughs> Xander Insurance. Liberty Life Mutual. What's sad is the fact you guys are talking about very specific things in the Dave Ramsey podcast, which means you watch it every day, but you're also making fun of it. And I am in the same boat. So, and it's, and as rumor would have it, it's. Near the mouth of the Machias River. So this would be the, mou- the mouth that opens into the ocean. Date. Okay. Um, I don't have an exact date, but it would be, you know, like early 1800s, likely, in that, in that range. Uh, turn, like, okay. So everything you, everything you read whenever we do myths and legends makes me realize more and more how brand new our country is. Oh, absolutely. Every time. Yeah. 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 I mean, this Joe could Rogan be- has a great thing. It's like, Three people ago, our country was doing this. Right. And I actually, I would take that back. Based on like piracy and like how piracy laws evolved over time, I would guess that this is actually more 1700s. Okay. Um, but still, you know, that's not that long ago. If you really So think before about we it. were down pirating CDs, they were pirating <laughs> boats. Before ye little millennials be pirating. Back in my day, I was a. Pirating ships, not CDs. Ye be, ye be pirating Lady Gaga while we be pirating, <laughs> pirating the Spanish main. I'm just going to stick to this piratey accent the whole time. Hey. Anyway, Sam. Hey, matey. What has happened back in the 1777? So they, they've actually they built the high seas. it, and they've built a uh, a a treasury essentially, and so they they both agreed that. When they filled the treasury from all of their pirating, 
then that's when they would retire. So they they just kept stockpiling and stockpiling and stockpiling. Um, so they were investing in growth stock mutual funds. Mutually, they were all stocking their yeah, funds. Exactly, the they were stopping <laughs> stocking their mutual funds. Guys are great. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> as is often the case, they decided that they you know they filled it up to the brim. They're going to retire. One more journey. They're going to do one more journey. One last job. Come on, Johnny. One last job. Hey, hey, Black Sam and Palsgrave decide to set out on one failed journey once Paul's more. Palsgrave. Old Palsgrave's McDougal. Uh, actually, Williams. And they set out, and they never return. No one knows what happened. Oh. Was all, all the booty gone as well? All their their bo- booty was in... Their, their, both their booties be gone, but their booty be in their fortress. But what what if they found something so great? Their stocks they, mutual funds. They find the they find the fountain of youth and they're just like, oh, this other booty be too. No, they they fall in the fountain of youth, become babies, and drown. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> that's pretty dark. But no one has ever found their fortress, so it could still be that our our raggedy McDougal fortress be sitting there along the Machias River, nah, waiting for done. the booty to be found. No. It could be, though. No. You don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I. But I have ye, me, be one Lo- Load of crap. They took it with them. It could they be. Re- no, they retired. No, they're on- down in Cuba. No. no yeah, I was going to exactly say that. They're down in Costa Freaking Rica. Yep. And they're. <laughs> I. They're living it up on the beach, and everybody in America is like. still alive? I. We be down in Argentina. There's also a very good chance that Hitler survived. But anyway. Mengele certainly did. Um. <laughs> so. There'd be at least another one story of some pirates going on here. The one last story of them all. Actually, there'd be two stories. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant to never mind. There'd Go. be one more story after this of pirates, but then there'd be one last story, the greatest of them all. All right, let's go to the greatest of them all. I hope that everyone is so annoid at this at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see how long I can hold this out. Okay. <laughs> so there's um, the Isles of Shoals. Isles of Shoals. Isles of Shoals. There's a series Wait, of nine. Shoals or souls? Shoals. Shoals. What is a shoal? Uh, it's like a sandy rise out of the water. It's a okay. shoal. It's a sandy shoal. It's a sandy shoal of rise of the water. It's smaller than an island. A shoal on a shore? Yeah, it's a shoal shore. Yeah, yeah the sea. Shoals on She shore. sold seashells on a shoal by a the shoal sea seashore. Shore. Oh, my brain hurts. Okay. So there's a series of nine islands that are on the border of Maine. Now there's definitely more islands, um, but this is on the border of Maine and New Hampshire. And this is a very popular area for piracy activities. Piracy? Piracy. There's just a, you go there and there's a bunch of pirates with laptops. I was just going to say, there's just a bunch of CD-ROMs that they're just like constantly putting Taylor Swift CDs in and just pirating them. Why I don't know. Just Taylor Swift. Just Taylor Swift. 1980. Just the one album. <laughs> I hate. Taylor no, actually, Swift. her country albums. There we go. Red. To be honest, they were the best. So the female Justin Bieber. The reason why this was popular, it's not that there was a lot of ships. It was that there wasn't a lot of population in that area. So it was actually a place for the the pirates to visit and uh, offload treasure, offload booty. Um, Rest. Maybe they be marooning some some ill-advised sailors on these these shoals, you know. Um, so there's actually rumor that as many as twenty different pirates visited the shoals at any given time. So these would be in, this is between the sixteen and the seventeen hundreds. So would we're they talking just about be like 
like like meet up as in like like visiting well, together well, like no they're Bob, not, they're not meeting Frank? up because a lot of these guys were their rivals get? or okay. just like mutually respected like we don't mess with you you don't mess with us okay yeah, yeah. um so but the 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 famous folk that visited these islands potentially included the likes of Captain Kidd, Blackbeard and Quelch. 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 I didn't know that that was a pirate, but a Quelch. Um other Quelch was something else. And uh, a lot a of these belch. were just you know rumored once once you know it came out later on that these pirates were hanging around these islands it became rumored that well that's a great place for people to bury treasure. Exactly. Um and it, it makes sense. So, Except it doesn't make any sense at the same time because it's like, hey, so you know what the best you know, burying material is in the entire world? Sand. Let's put our stuff in sand. Exactly. It definitely doesn't you know, wash away. Yeah, well, this is actually a rocky portion. You know it's easy to shovel? Rocks. Well, there's big rocks and there's a lot of sand. So you bury it and then you put a rock on top or a couple rocks and you know, hey, where those two rocks lie, there be my booty. Uh, <laughs> So here's some interesting, here's a little fun fact. The, the shoals or the islands um, actually have some funky little names. All right. There's a couple main ones um, that we would might refer to later. <laughs> main ones. Main duck. Main duck. Main duck. Uh, smutty nose. <laughs> That's a name. All right. All right. Uh, and Malaga. 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 I like how none of Malaga. the names like are cohesive. Like there, there's not like main duck, main goose, main moose. Like they're not like all named like in a sequential order. It's just like, hey, main, main duck, Malaga, Malaga, smutty nose. <laughs> <laughs> so interestingly enough, <laughs> um, this was this was later on in 1820. Um, a captain Samuel Haley was exploring one of the islands, Smutty Nose, to be specific. All right. And he ends up finding four silver bars under a flat rock. Crap. You'll never guess what I found at a Smutty Nose. Hey. Four silver bars. I'd be finding the four silver bars. And then he became a pirate. Are we, ma- are we making uh, Scottish people upset? Interesting. <laughs> uh, this this not be the Scottish accent. This this be the piratey accent. No, that is okay. definitely a leprechaun. Oh, so the Irish. I, I took me pot of gold on me ship. Sam's Polish, so he hates the Irish. <laughs> He's making fun of them. I actually wouldn't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think the Polish have... Uh, I don't know. I don't, anyways. No, I don't know history well enough for that. I'm bad. I think the Irish and the Scottish people just uh, don't like the English because the English kind of conquered them, but, you know. Yeah, um, that whole thing. Yeah. Colonies. Indians are a bit bitter, I guess. So he's a leading citizen of the of that area, and he actually chooses to reinvest the the treasure that he finds into building the Haley Breakwater, which connects Smutty Nose to the smaller Malaga. So, you're telling me that Captain Ramsey, uh, no Haley, was the fight. I don't like reinvested. He reinvests them. Oh, Dave Ramsey joke. I get, I get it now. Ray Ramsey. Uh-huh. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> now, uh, the, so a breakwater is essentially connecting a pe- two pieces of land to break the waves so that ships can actually rest oh, behind that's it. That's so literal. And like breakwater. Yeah, it, it breaks the waves. Yep. And so um, he invests four silver bars to actually build this between the two islands. The sad irony is... Um, 
those those islands are uninhabited today. So he basically just blew his money on these on, on this breakwater that really isn't used by ships anymore. Um, what did they pay a toll? I don't know. How do you generate revenue from that? Because well, it's not it, just a nice thing. He was for trying to, to establish a town, so probably through trade. You know, if ships had a safe place to dock, then you'd have. But how would he make money off? He that? was the leading citizen, so he'd probably make money. I don't know. If he had a business, you know, he'd make business money. He would have invested those gold bars. He would have invested those gold bars in tulips. As opposed to piratey money, he would make business money. So, yeah, so now these these desolate islands could still hold many treasures deep beneath their, their windswept sands. Um, also, just as a side note, this is a, like a mini Myths and Legends. Captain Kidd is supposedly rumored to have buried at least 45 treasures along the coast of Maine. Whoa. None of which have been found. Now, we're, we're going away from pirates, but we're, keep, we're actually going back in time. This is the final story for this Missing Legend episode. It's a good one. It's a solid one. Have either of you ever heard of the island of Norumbego? No. No. I do know a guy named Norm, though. Many um, people have not, because the island does not exist. So, it is the El Dorado, the city of gold, um, the Atlantis, if you will, of the coast of Maine. Ooh. Okay. I'm down with that. Right. And did it, you know there's an Atlantis in Ohio? <laughs> is there really? Yeah, we were the Black Swamp. We're living in Atlantis. <laughs> Dude, people get sick because of the Black Swamp. Anyways. And the mold. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, and so it kind of falls into mythology because the only real report of it was in 1542. Um, a Jean Fontenot. Uh, My great-grandfather. Yeah, exactly. A Portuguese navigator and explorer claims that he coasted down south from Newfoundland and discovered a great river. And he he travels along it, and he he says... (laughs) He's just just cruising along. Ah, this is a pretty great river. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Great river. He claims to go past an island that is, like, the city, like, the pillars are built out of gold, like, the... um, Or it was scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> the people the the women are wearing pearl headdresses and like very wealthy very int- women women there are women on this women. island women um and so in subsequent maps of the island there is a an island or well i should say in su- <laughs> on the island there's an island in subsequent maps of that territory there's this island and <laughs> it doesn't exist and it well, no one has evidence that it exists. No one has ever found an island with structures that, in the sense mm. that he claimed, not even gold necessarily, but even pillared structures that were more European in nature than like what a native. Is it more likely that he's like sitting there smoking a doobie on a boat going down the river? Well, he comes back. He's like, "Brah, guess what I found, <laughs> guys? You're never." Guess what I saw. I mean, guys, you'll never believe what I found—an uh, island of. Well, you know, gold. they did think that freaking walruses or whatever were mermaids, which I'm not sure how you ever think that. Were they like that desperate? Like there was no women on the boat, and they were that desperate. They're like, oh, that oh dude, that 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 walrus. Oh, oh, brah. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. Well, so the name, the name Norman. Sam's just like, I'm gonna be mature about this next. Shut <laughs> up, like. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the island essentially means like a peaceful river or like a quiet river. Um, and so that kind of matches with his story of 
He finds a river and travels down it as he's coming out of Newfoundland. Um, and so the map kind of shows it near the Acadia area of Maine, south of Acadia. And there's still been, again, no evidence that suggests it was there. However, 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 there are some that would believe uh, that it was Vikings. We have, of course, discovered that uh, Eric the Red had discovered America or, you know, had visited America, might be a better way, mm-hmm. before Christopher Columbus ever did. Um, and so Christopher Columbus just had a better bookkeeper. Exactly. He had a better publicist and paparazzi to cover it. Like, think about it. Obviously, there was life. Life. Obviously, there was huge nations here. Either we burned all the evidence of it, or they just didn't keep records. What do you mean? Well, like, the Native Americans didn't keep records of, like, who lived here. They didn't take census. They didn't have an organized... Until we just came and raided and pillaged everything. So either we burn all that... Or there's just no written down records. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything at all. And, which and is the more likely thing. I need to edit yeah. really quick here. I misspoke when I said Eric the Red. It was his son, Leif Erikson. Leif Erikson. Okay. And that goes back to the naming convention where it's Erikson. But regardless, there was a uh, a professor. Did they just like not name kids? Like, yo, go grab Eric's son. Yeah, basically. Eric's son. Erikson. So good, rolls off the tongue. So the uh, the island kind of sunk into myth, where people actually named castles and like mansions after it. It's actually global warming. The island's just like thirty feet underneath. Well, that is a valid possibility, not necessarily the climate change point, but the idea that you know the islands can shift and sink, and natural disasters can bury them over, and uh, it it happens. We've found many cultures or not cultures, but we found many civilizations and cities and such that have been buried in the oceans because and hopefully of, in about 25 years, that'll be Florida. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I won't go there. But, uh, so then we'll start it. hearing Georgia man stories. Exactly. So, um, so in the 1800s after, you know, subsequent maps have been made where that Island is no longer there. Yeah. Um, kind of, again, it sinks. The into, thing is who makes the maps. Doesn't matter. Keep going. Map, map makers do. But like, do they just like get it from hearsay or do they actually... They, like, well, they draw it. They they would sail along it and they would draw it to the best of their ability until they could get, you know, aerial views of things. It was, it's a very complicated process to actually... kids be, up really high. But I mean, imagine that, right? Like w- the early maps we have before planes and such, even before hot air balloons, were pretty accurate they weren't really accurate but they were pretty accurate and all of those had to be hand drawn and they all had to be walked so there would be map makers and explorers who would walk the coast and they would document oh there's an island over there and that's right about here and they would you know okay the sun is up there the stars are here so we're about here and there's another island you know it's it's very complicated before you have you know satellites and things. so it's so, documented technically yeah all by hand but it's not there yeah. So it's, it's So right now, I don't know he's I don't know exactly where it is. But it's south of Acadia. So get on get on Google Maps. Good on Google Earth. Go find it. Find it for us. There's gold pillars apparently or something. Women with pearl headdresses. Get your scuba suit out. Yeah. So right. there was a professor um in the eighteen hundreds, Eben uh Norton Eben Norton Horsford. <laughs> um <laughs> Eben Norton. Lived from eighteen eighteen to eighteen ninety three. Um, who actually today is best remembered 
for his reformulation of baking powder. Wait, cool. Yeah. Um, so he held to the idea that it was a Viking settlement and he tried to collect a lot of evidence, both archeological and just historical, um, through text and such to show that there was a Viking presence in the 1500s or before the 1500s, perhaps even, um, and he was very, very convinced that there was a, that Leif Erikson built his house in what is now Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, could be wrong, could be right. Unfortunately, believing in the legendary city of Nuremberg, Bego, did I even say that right? Yeah, it's right. Nuremberg. 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 It's one of those things. It means peaceful river, as I said okay. before, and perhaps that's easier to pronounce than Nuremberg. Bega. I don't know. Um, so all of his theories were essentially rejected by the scientific community. And to this day, the legend of Nurumbega still exists. Interesting. Was it real? I did not, not know Maine was that interesting. Uh, it kind of makes me want to go search for a treasure. All right, guys. Let's get, let's get our metal detectors out yeah. and go to Maine. If guys. you would like to join us and sponsor Spo- our sponsor trip. Sponsor our trip. Yeah, if you want to sponsor our trip to Maine to with... Uh, uh, if Garrett at Pro, uh, if, yeah. if Garrett Metal Detectors wants to uh, sponsor us, we also accept White's Metal Detectors. Um, yeah, you know far too much about metal detectors. Here's the thing: I've metal detected Ohio, and Ohio is old. Ohio has stuff from the War of 1812, nothing from the Civil War, but the War of 1812 and a lot of history, uh, historical events have occurred even in our region, including wars and you know trading and all kinds of stuff. The East Coast dates back to the 1500s, mm-hmm. and so the stuff that you find there is much more. Technically, if you think about it, this has been around since, like, you know, well, a long time. <laughs> but there wasn't really refined metalwork. Yeah, there's no. Um, whereas if you go to like England or you go to Scotland and you, you start just, going, you the just highlands, put a shovel in the dirt, and then you're like, "Wow, I found something from." You find a medieval sword or something. <laughs> yeah. you know, it, the the level of technology that can be found with a metal detector goes back much farther. Like metal currency, the natives didn't really have that. They had more trading and things like yeah. that. So, uh, just different Simpler different time. civilizations. Yeah. So that's that's been it. That's been yeah. the myths and legends. So that is that is main myths and legends. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this podcast. Thank you, Nick, for being our special guest this week. No problem. We we appreciate it. <laughs> uh, do remember we do have coasters and we have a plethora of of three inch stickers so be sure to message us on facebook instagram or email us at this podcast is lava at gmail.com follow us on social media facebook and instagram is all we have we do have a twitter now i forgot we do have a twitter this podcast is lava uh twitter uh all it is is me just sharing stuff about about the podcast um so be sure to follow us on those social medias if you have a question, topic you want us to cover, or if you want to be on the podcast, message us on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at thispodcastislava at gmail.com. Have a wonderful morning, noon, or night. <laughs> See you later. Sam, you got to say bye yeah, now. You say bye. bye now.